Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. Um, it is February. And February is, at least in North America, February is um, Black History Month. And so we thought, in honor of that, uh, we recently did a Boys to Men episode that I was not here for, but I hear was spectacular. Uh-huh. And um, we learned a lot about them that we didn't yeah. know. So we just I, thought, you know what? Why not continue on this trend and uh, focus on another um, boy band that is uh, formed of people of color? And that today is New Edition. New Edition. So New Edition is obviously, we know, like, obviously Jackson 5 is one of the more whatever, but uh, founding boy bands. But New Edition is definitely one of the bands that most boy bands, like, looked up to. They were one of the first ones out in the 80s, I believe. Mm -hmm. And they have a lot of inspiration for a lot of other boy bands. So, like, Boys to Men. and New Kids on the Block. It's on the Block. And everybody kind of just has, like... New Edition is like the band that they all looked up to. So I thought, you know what? It's we all thought that it'd be a good time to like let's find out more about them. So yes. as uh, as you guys know, we are born in like the like the mid-80s and that's when they were actually out. So when they first came out, we were not alive, so or we were just babies. So we didn't know we don't know a lot about them. Um, so we're going to go check on our trusty buddy, Wikipedia, Yep. who hopefully has all good information. And I'm just going to kind of go through it and we're going to just, you know, feel free to pop in if you hear anything or think of anything. And yeah, we're going to learn some new stuff. We are going to learn yes. a new edition. So, <clears throat> sorry, as I just take a bit of water. Okay. If you are choking at any time, I can also <laughs> hop in and help. Hop in. I will help in and assist. Okay. So right now okay. we're just, uh, we're not sharing the screen. Or should we're we share not... the screen? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Just... okay. Okay. So New Edition is an American R&B group from the Roxbury neighborhood of Boston, Massachusetts. Interesting. So that makes sense with the new kids also being inspired because they're from Boston as well. I see. Yes. Okay. And they're formed in 1978 by Bobby Brown. Their name is taken to mean a new edition of the Jackson 5. See? The group reached its height of popularity in the 80s. The lineup originally consisted of Ricky Bell, Michael Bivens, Bobby Brown, Ronnie DeVoe, and Ralph Trevisant? Tresvant? Tresvant. Brown left the group in late 1985, so that's the year that the three of you were born. So, ah, yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Great. Uh, to begin a successful solo bre- career, and they continued as a quartet for one album before adding Johnny Gill to the lineup in 1987. Early hits included Candy Girl, Cool It Now, and Mr. Telephone Man. Tres- we know Candy Girl. Yeah, Candy Girl is the one that goes, Candy Girl, I'm a Yeah. And then Cool It Now is, you got to cool it now. Yeah, so good song, good song. Yeah. Uh, So uh, Trevzant was the lead singer on most of the songs. In 1990, both Gil and Trevzant released their own solo albums, while the remaining three members formed the trio Belle Biv DeVoe. Belle Biv DeVoe, which we know helped helped boys to men men. exactly yes poison that's That's yes uh the group ceased to work together for the first half of the 1990s all six members of new edition reunited in 1996 to record the group's sixth studio album home again during the ill-fated home again tour ill-fated oh no uh both brown and bivens quit the group forcing the remainder of the tour to be canceled. Various reunions have occurred since, usually with a 1987 to 1990 lineup, though occasionally also including Brown. Their last studio album was 2004's One Love. On May 3rd, 2011, New Edition issued a press release on their official website announcing that all six members reuniting as New Edition to kick off the 30th anniversary celebration of Candy Girl with their fans. They received their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame January 23rd, 2017. Nice. On January 24th, 2017, a three-part part docu-sent, the docu-series, The New Edition Story, premiered on BET about the group's career and personal life. It was later announced that all six members would reunite to record another album and go on tour. That sounds Add like that another idea for an episode. Of, uh, 
Yeah. I'm, I'm Docu-series are always fun. I like seeing early Yeah, I like them too. Hmm. We reviewed several of them. Uh, we learned a lot about the Jonas Brothers by watching theirs. So, um, yeah. It's good. It's good. Always good to see that stuff. So we're just going to kind of quickly go through. So yeah. They also are known as N.E. Uh, so their genre is R&B, pop, and new jack swing. Uh, so they are with Streetwise, mm -hmm. MCA, Bad Boy, and Geffen. And yeah, so there you go. All right, so we're going to start cool. at the beginning of the career. Yes. We've, we're going back in time, guys, to 1981. To 19 we weren't even born. I was not born in 81. I was born in 82. So yes. Yeah, so, and we um, were born in 85. So yeah, so they have been around for over 40 years, Woo! I guess now. So rise to stardom. The group scored its big break in 1982 when I was born. Yes. Performing at the local Hollywood talent night held at Boston Strand Theater by, oh, okay, by singer-producer Maurice Starr. What is that? Makes Ooh. sense, makes Maurice sense. Starr is who put together New Kids on the Block. No. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. There's a and, connection. And yeah. unlike New, Lou Pearlman, Maurice Starr is liked and loved by his boy band. Yes. So, yeah. So. That's he nice. was not shady. That's no. nice. And at the, was it the 30th anniversary of? Hanging Tough. Hanging Tough. When Sophia and I went to New York, he yes. couldn't be there because he was ill. So they Aww. actually had, um, he did a video for them and it was like, it was a really nice touching Aww. video. So. Yes. And it's star with two R's. Ah, it's fancy like that. Cute. Okay, so uh, the first prize was $500 and a recording contract. Nice. Although the group came in second place, an impressed star decided to bring the group to his studio the following day to record what would become their debut album, Candy Girl. Mm. Good idea, did... star. What? Good idea, star. This man, he knows he's, talent. He's like second place, but ooh, he, I think he has a good eye. I wonder who won first place. I know, right? Like, who, how, a lot of times. How well did they do? A lot of times, right? those people who win those competitions don't win as much as the losers do. Exactly. Like Canadian uh, Idol. Yes. Jacob Hogart, which obviously that went off in a, another tangent, but he Maybe. was quite popular for quite a bit there when uh, his band Headley. So, anyways, so released in 1983 oh, on New York. That's why you said yes. that. Yes. Oh, that's, that's a yeah. whole other. Mm -hmm. Moving on, moving on. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, released in 1983 on New York producer Arthur Baker's Levi Belt Streetwise Records, the album featured hits Is This the End, Popcorn Love, spoiler, you know what? I have no idea what the song is about, but I love popcorn. <laughs> Me too. And um, there's been a lot of, just to going off on a quick tangent here, as we normally do on this thing. Uh, so Ontario is in some sort of a, another, another COVID lockdown. lockdown Yay, and they times. said that they were going to open the theaters again, but you weren't going to allowed to, you weren't going to be allowed to eat popcorn. No. And I was like, what is the point of going to the movie theater if Correct. I can have popcorn? Correct. I've had that is the movie experience. Exactly. Uh, so they reversed that decision. So now they reopened on January 31st and now you can have popcorn. Really? Again. So yeah, and it's fifty percent capacity. Yes. Oh, okay. But still, hundred percent popcorn capacity in my. Mouth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Eat that popcorn up. Enjoy your movie Here experience. You mm. All right, back to new edition. Sorry. Uh, and the title track, obviously, which is Candy Girl, which went to number one on Ooh. both the American R&B singles charts and the UK singles charts. UK! Yeah. Wow, nice! I heard the UK is hard to break through, so... Yes. Good job. Good for them. Good job. Uh, returning from their first major concert tour, the boys were dropped off back at their homes in the projects. What? And were given a check in the amount of... Jesus! A dollar eighty-seven a piece for their efforts. Oh my god! Oh my god! Holy crap! We thought in sync got screwed over. They're <laughs> ten grand. Oh my god! Can you look up how much a dollar eighty-seven is in uh, from nineteen eighty-five? How much That's was a dollar eighty-seven in nineteen eighty-five today's yeah. standards? Well, that makes sense. Siri doesn't really know what the hell she's talking. About. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. So. Uh, either way, I don't think She's it's thinking. a lot. She's thinking about it. Uh, is Diane, are you able to check that on your phone? I can try, yes. Okay. Uh, okay, $100 in 1985 is worth two fifty nine today. $259? Yeah. Okay. Oh, an so, inflation calculator! Okay, what? so we do a dollar, what was it, eighty seven? dollar eighty seven. For okay. 1985? 1985, yeah. To today. Okay. So that would have been a healthy... Four dollars and eighty-five cents today. Oh my gosh! 
you can't even go to McDonald's for that. Like, what the hell are you gonna? Oh my! You can only buy like a small fry. <laughs> Holy sucks. crap! How this long sucks. were they? How long was this tour? Like, okay, sorry. Let's okay. So let's okay, continue let me to why. Maybe we need to know why. eighty-seven. That's nothing. Oh my gosh. That is insane. They could have like worked at anywhere. They yeah. could have shoveled snow in someone's driveway and made Legit. more money than that. Oh my Actually. god. Mm. Okay, sorry. Tour budget and expenses were given as the explanation as to why they were not paid more. I okay. Guess. Understandable. I get it. And maybe he didn't have like the Lou Pearlman connection to get more money for funding and stuff. Like negotiating the funds that it was needed. But still, that's insane. That sucks. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. Okay, so due to these financial reasons, New Edition parted company with Star in 1984. I would have too. Yeah, I would have as well. Yeah. I'm just gonna go back and take away the words I heard. I just said about Maurice Star not screwing over people. Right. Yeah. Obviously, I was wrong. So anyone who knows, Uh, we're all gonna take it back. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you, Wikipedia, for letting us know. So, anyways, see, okay, that's so what we do here. We're learning. We yeah. know what we're learning along with you guys. So, yes. I apologize for my comments of two minutes ago, in which I said everyone loves Marie Star. Anyways, maybe we should do a Marie Star episode. Write that down as well. Down. Yes, put okay. it on the list. I'll put All it right. on the list. Uh, anyway, so they parted with him in 1984. Okay, so it was 84. So it's probably even less than four dollars and whatever. So. Uh, Star responded by promptly creating the group New Kids on the Block. Ah! <laughs> okay. 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 Really All right. read through this. So point. they are. He was shady as well. Sorry. Okay. Wow. Sorry. Well, at Damn. least he didn't do it at the same time like Lou had in Sink and Backstreet at the same time, right? So true. Oh boy. Okay. Good point. So Stark uh, so Star promptly created the group New Kids on the Block, essentially formatted after New Edition, but with white teenagers. Wow. Meanwhile, the group employed the law firm of Stephen and Martin Machat Very good. and sued Streetwise for the re- release from a contract that was unenforceable as well as materially materially breached by Streetwise. The Machats won the legal game. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Oh. I didn't tune into the microphone this time. No, you did. That's okay. We still love you, anyway. No, it's on this side. We still heard it. Still, it's okay. It's a good microphone. Yeah, you you have a really good microphone. That's okay. Okay, so they sued them. They they sued the record label. Good. Uh, The Machats won the legal battle and then secured the group a bigger recording deal. Yes. With yes label. More than a dollar before. Yes. You know what? That's good because honestly. Not that I'm defending the people who fuck them over, but I guess they were a smaller label who didn't have backing or whatever. But again, you don't you don't fuck over your talent like you that. You never That's... fuck over. They never do that. They They're the reason why you're making money. Exactly. 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 Anyway, so they got a bigger recording, a major label, MCA Records, which won a bidding war Ooh. among various other major labels. Yes. Good for them. They Good. Can recognize talent. You know what? This is probably like the you know maybe that first tour was just like a. They can, they can like kind of write it off to, yeah, like, yeah, it's more like a, get their feet wet, like, a, like an introduction, like, you know, first, I just wish I knew how long the tour was because you know, it doesn't matter. Even if it was one date, a dollar 87 is not, I, it's an exposure tour. Yeah. It kind of, I guess you can chuck, chalk it up to that. But well, okay, at least ahead. other labels were bidding on them. That's, so that's nice. Good. Okay. So in need of management, the group signed with Stephen Machat and his two management partners, Rick Smith and Bill Dern. The management company, AMI, proceeded to escalate the group's profile in both the urban and pop music worlds. Through the production of affiliate AMI, Jump and Shoot, MCA released the group's self-titled second album the same year. Eclipsing their debut album, New Edition uh, spun off the top five hit Cool It Now. Nice. Cool It Now. And the top 20 Mr. Telephone Man and went on to be certified double platinum in the United States. Nice. While promoting their second album, the group was dismayed to realize they were not actually signed to MCA Records. Huh? What? Wow. What the heck, man? What's going on here? But instead with the production company Jump and Shoot, which had its own deal with MCA. Okay. So that's interesting. So the Machat guy sold got them signed to this but really uh-huh. jump and shoot so maybe he, oh this is interesting um subsequently all business matters pertaining to the group were controlled by the former so jump and shoot was in charge of all their business okay. huh. to buy themselves out of the stiff stifling production deal oh my god uh-huh. 
Each of the five members borrowed $100,000 from MCA. What? What? Why? Why is it going so, so bad in the beginning? Why? I'm so confused. So MCA has a deal with Jump and Shoot. Yeah. The Jump and Shoot is the ones who pretended they, who actually own yeah. the rights to So the five members had to borrow so, so now they bo money. borrowed five or six hundred thousand dollars no five to pay it off five hundred to get them out of that oh, that sucks oh my god this is so that sucks okay okay so they each borrowed a hundred thousand dollars no each of the members yeah each, yeah, of each members. members yeah. yeah okay although it effectively separated the group from jump and shoot and allowed them to sign a new long-term contract with mca yes. directly they were now in mortgage to the label no no it's Drip not going well in the beginning. You're really, it's going to oh take god. you a hell of a lot of years oh to pay god. that off. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Look up how much $100,000 in 1985 is now. Shit. Well, it's uh, definitely, oh my god. It's probably like 400 and something thousand. Okay, okay, so 500. No, yeah, thousand. just do 100,000. Wait, 100,000? Do 100,000. Okay, is that 100,000? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that is worth 259,000. Oh! My goodness. Oh! My goodness. Wow. Okay. That sucks! Okay, so that's like a, a life debt, man. That's a mortgage. Uh, it's over a million dollars, so there you go. Okay. Uh, okay, so they were now a mortgage to the label. As a result, the group would be forced to continually record and tour during this period in order to pay off its debt. Oh, that's Oh my gosh. Oh my God, Question. Seems... Do we think MCA had a, a deal with Jump and Shoot? Absolutely. To try to yeah. fucking Lily. Hey, let's. That's shit, man. That's so much fair. shady business going on there. And the shit part is, is that a lot of people who go into the music industry are not coming from a music industry background. No. Right? So they don't know. They just know love the all music. The, they don't know. They the don't know the business side know the of things. Yeah. yeah. It's music business, oh, right? So and that's sad. a lot of. That's, that that is shit. Because okay. now you're like essentially forced to be part of this group and you're oh. like. That's like, first it sounded so you're not even doing it for fun. You're just no. like, okay, I gotta go pay off this like, stuff this now. Is, oh, that sucks. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Now continue. So New Edition's third album, All for Love, was released in the latter half of 1985. Mm -hmm. While not duplicating the success of its predecessor, the album was certified platinum and spawned the hits Count Me Out, A Little Bit of Love Is All It Takes, and With You All the Way. The growing popularity of the group led to guest appearances as themselves in 1985 film Crush Groove, performing My Secret. Towards the year's end, Christmas All Over the World, a holiday EP, was released, as well as an oldies album of tunes from the 50s sung by the group with an 80s production vibe. Cool. Well, that's kind of a cool. Really that sounds cool. like that would be a fun album. Yeah, too. yeah. Fun. Yeah, I guess I if you got called. a uh, life debt, you got to... It was called Blue Moon. Oh, like Blue produce a lot. Moon. Yeah, oh, okay. that's good. That's good. Interesting. Okay. okay. So that's the first four years of oh, their thing. That's it's so painful. Okay. Jesus, okay. Okay, 1985 to 1989. Bobby Brown's Departure, Johnny Gill's Introduction, and Heartbreak. Okay. Which is in italics, so I'm assuming that's an album. Okay. Okay. Under the pressure from MCA and their management, the group voted Bobby Brown out. Oh, okay. Oh. In December 1985, due to behavioral problems. Ouchie, ouch. So is this the Whitney stuff, or is this like a drug thing, do you think? I, I mean, the Whitney I, stuff was way later. Okay. Oh, okay, I see. That was um, in the 90s. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So Brown embarked on a solo career in 1986. So I wonder what happened to the 100000 that he owed them. Well, I guess okay, transferred over to we'll, a solo career. Well, New Edition continued to promote All for Love as a quartet. In spite of their financial and internal conflicts, New Edition continued to peak. Thank God. During this area of the group's evolution, the group appeared on in an episode of the of Night Rider. Yay! Which is that song with uh, that one with the car, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. David yeah. Hasselhoff. Yes, exactly. Yes. Titled Night Song and performed Count Me Out. In as 1986 wound to a close, they recorded a cover of the Penguins' 1954 hit, Earth Angel. Oh, that's a nice one. Earth Angel, Earth Angel, please amen. That's a good one. Uh, for the soundtrack for the Karate Kid Part 2. Oh, cute! Yeah, Karate Kid! Yay. It's a good movie. What? 
wax on, wax off. No, the the part two. That's that's the one they had the girl that's one. With the bonsai tree. Oh, was it? possibly. Oh, I, don't I don't know. Okay. Is that where they go to Japan or? I don't know. Anyways, the song peaked at number twenty-one and inspired the group to record "Under the Blue Moon," an album of doo-wop covers. Nice. Okay. After having already lost a member when Brown was terminated from the group, New Edition's future became uncertain when murmurings began to surface that the lead singer Ralph Tresvant was eyeing a solo career as well. Okay. Look at that. Just Interesting. Before that was a thing. Uh, to pad his potential departure, singer Johnny Gill was voted in. There's a lot of voting in this group, eh? <laughs> shows. Good. Was voted in. Democracy, uh, I guess. Yeah, by Ricky Bell, Michael Bivens, and Ronnie DeVoe in 1987, despite Trevisant ultimately deciding to remain in place. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So now they're up to five members. Okay. Uh, a member of Washington, D.C., Gill is the only non-Boston native among the group's six members. Okay. New Edition's fifth studio album, Heartbreak, which also featured Gill as co-lead vocalist, was released in summer of 1988. So that would make me five and you guys three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, primarily produced by the production team of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, the album was a departure from the group's previous bubblegum sound and instead took on a smoother, stronger, and more adult re- resonance. resonance. Spitting off five hit singles, If It Isn't Love, You're Not My Kind of Girl, Ouch. Can You Stand the Rain, Crucial, and N.E. Heartbreak. Heartbreak became New Edition's most commercially successful album up until that point. Nice. Certified double platinum in the United States. The success of Heartbreak would launch the group on a successful concert tour, as well as the closing months of 1988, with Annie serving as the headliners while A.I.B. Sure and former... I think it says Al. Al B. Sure and former member Bobby Brown served as opening acts. Oh, nice. Interesting. That's weird. Okay, well, maybe there's not bad blood. I don't know. That's weird. Okay. Okay. Uh, 1990 to 1995, solo projects. Inspired by the substantial success Brown was having with his multi-platinum 1988 breakthrough album, Don't Be Cruel, after the run of Heartbreak, New Edition went on hiatus to pursue side projects away from the group. Okay, so at this point, it's about 10 years after the group started. Okay, Okay, fair enough. Everybody gets a little lull, right? Mm. At the suggestion of producers Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, Belle, Bivens, and DeVoe formed a trio, Belle, Biv, DeVoe. Uh, their 1990 debut album, Poison, went quadruple platinum. Ooh, poison! Nice. That same year, lead singers Tresvant and Gill, who had already recorded as solo act prior to joining New Edition, also released self-titled solo albums, which achieved multi-platinum success. Later that year, the group, including Brown, had a semi-reunion of sorts when they performed at the 1990 MTV nice. Music Video, Video Music Awards. In 1991, all six members again reunited to record a remix of the Belle Biv DeVoe track, Word to the Mother. (laughs) Uh, Brown Brown Gill and Tresvant, I'm so sorry, I don't know how to pronounce this name, also appeared in the music video. Prior to this, Brown also appeared in the music video for Belle Biv DeVoe's BBD, I Thought It Was Me, video, as well as Trevsant's Stone Cold Gentleman and Sensitivity remix videos. So I guess they were all still friends. I guess yeah. there's not any bad blood or anything. That's good. That sounds nice. All right. So now we have moving ahead to the later half of the 90s, 1996 to 1997. Home Again Reunion and Hiatus. hiatus. Ooh. By 1996, the members of New Edition had arguably achieved greater commercial success with their own side projects Yikes. than the group had during its run. Ooh. However, after... Having promised fans that there would be a reunion and still contractually owing MCA Records another new edition album, Ouch. the group with Brown reunited to record Home Again, their first new album in eight years. The album debuted at number one on nice. the Billboard 200 and R&B albums chart and became the most commercially successful album of the group's career, Woo. reaching double platinum status in the United States. It also produced several hits, including the top ten hits, uh, Hit Me Off, and I'm Still I'm Still In Love With You. However, 
The night in the ensuing 1997 Home Again tour would prove disastrous for the group. Oh no! Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. Despite having not toured together in close to a decade, over ten years for Brown, old rivalries and struggles for the stage dominance resurfaced as if no mm. time had passed. Uh-oh. All wounds are opened. By the middle leg of the tour, one evening at a concert in. Oh, I love that they actually say which concert it is. Nice. Uh, in Las Cruces and M. New Mexico? Okay, that makes sense, yeah. As Brown was extending his solo set, Uh-oh. DeVoe attempted to pull Brown off the stage. Uh-oh. Brown responded by dropping his microphone uh-huh. in a fist fight between the two and Oh my god! Guys, this is before they had ah. cameras on the phones. It's just, oh, oh no. man. This led to both members' security guards confronting each other. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Uh, hold on. Gun. Oh, shit. Gunplay was brought in. Oh, oh my God. And the concert was halted. Escalated very quickly there. Jesus Christ. Okay. Sure. That's sorry. Uh, Bivens and Brown <laughs> left the tour early while DeVoe. Wait, sorry. Who got in the fight? Bivens and Brown. Bivens and Brown. Okay. So Bivens and Brown left the tour early while DeVoe, Bell, Gill, and Trev Sant finished out the rest of the tour as a quartet. Well, yeah, wow. At least they, well, at they, least they kept going, they I can't, guess. They cared for the fans. Oh, my God. That's nice. Uh, Brown later admitted during an interview that he was intoxicated during the tour. Uh-oh. Okay. Mm. Uh-oh. Each of the group members again went their separate ways, this time on more hostile terms than ever. Uh-oh. Wow. In an indefinite hiatus that appeared to be the swan song for new edition. Oh. I'm going to stop saying things, because every time I say something, I'm proven wrong. Oh. <laughs> it makes it interesting. Okay. It's like, oh, they got along great. Oh, no, they didn't. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Also in 1996, the three solo members of New Edition, Brown, Gill, and Trev Sant, joined Monica, remember Monica? Yes, I remember. Mm-hmm. And Faith Evans to collaborate with Whitney Houston oh. on recording the gospel standard, Somebody Bigger Than You and I, that appeared on the soundtrack to Houston's movie, The Preacher's Wife. Oh, that was, good. That was they, a nice movie. That was a movie, mm-hmm. yeah. They also made an appearance on Family Matters. Oh. Yay! Episode 9, titled Home Again. I don't. Uh, Family Matters is a good show. That mm-hmm. is also a very good show. Yeah. Did I do that? Yeah, with Urkel. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the following year, Gil formed the R&B supergroup LSG. Is that a drug? LSD oh. is a drug. Uh, along with Gerald, Gerald Levert and Keith Sweat to release the album Levert Sweat Gil. Okay. Uh, which had the hit single My Body. Okay. All right. So that's the last of the 90s. So now we're going to skip ahead to the 2000s. 2002 to 2004. Return to the spotlight and new edition under Bad Boy. Oh. Ooh. Not to be confused with the Bad Boy furniture. Nobody! That is a Canadian furniture store? That's Diddy's label, right? Yeah. Bad Boy is a furniture store. Bad Boy Records is... uh, Also, really, really quick tangent. The guy who owned Bad Boy... Who was also the furniture uh, store. the furniture store? He was also the mayor of Toronto, but for a brief period of time. Yes. For a period of time, so Mel Lastman. Mel Lastman, and he died, like, didn't he? Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah, and there's yeah, he did. Square, where we saw Cyril Joe one time. Cyril Joe on Halloween. There. Yeah, yeah, it was. Wild. I haven't mentioned Cyril Joe in a while, guys. See? Well, there we go, and right. we're back. All right, so this this has nothing to do with that furniture store or Toronto. So moving on. But yes, I think it is. Is it, I can't, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Sean Combs is. Okay, list, yeah, okay, okay. Wait, sorry, ahead. I'm not reading ahead. Sorry, okay. go ahead. I was. After the second wave of solo pursuits proved less than successful, New Edition reunited once more as a five-piece without Brown. Okay. And began touring clubs, casinos, and small arenas in 2002. Was this yes. when New Kids was also doing the casino tour, or was that 2010? No, I think that was later. I, love I think it was 2010. Tours. I like. Can all tours be casino tours? It's so cushy. It's, and it's nice. intimate, right? It's an intimate feeling. It is. And then, like, then you know, there's, there's, you know, it's. I it's feel like a it's a smaller venue. It's. It's, it's more, more luxurious. You feel like you're closer. Than yeah, you. and then, and then like the people who are like there just to gamble, they're like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go back to the slot machine, and you're like, I'm coming up. You know. Yeah, so I do agree that casinos are more comfortable and nice. What I disagree with is that you can't take pictures generally. Oh, although and we did at the new kids. Uh, I'm not the new kids. 
98 degrees. Thank you. We did at that. But I also feel like a lot of the times people like to sit down in their cushy chairs yeah, and don't like enough. to stand up and dance or whatever, like you would do at another concert. You know, it would be if they had like a amphitheater seating, mm -hmm. it would be fine. But they have the flat like performance, like like a plate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like into Casino Rama. That's with Olivia. That's where I saw new kids. And mm -hmm. I was just like, I need to win the lottery so I can get a boy band to follow me around. And mm hmm. That was that was my thoughts from there. Okay. Um, yes. But like, I've also been to an Aaron Lyons concert in which everybody was sitting down. So then I'm like awkwardly just chair dancing, and then he like literally was like, "Chinzy, are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm fine. I'm just dancing along. It's good." Oh god. So anyways, but yes, I do agree that <laughs> it is more are cozy. Uh, they're they're cozy, but yeah, okay, I do see that where a concert venue can be more wild. What do you think, D? What is your uh, casino? Thoughts. I haven't been to a lot of casino shows, so I don't really have an opinion. But yes, they definitely have a lot of the high rollers who may not specifically, as you said, like that type of music, and it's just like walk away, walk away. They had their well, the one show we went to was good, like an intimate. Yes. Show, yeah, but I feel like it's a good. I always yeah. forget about that show that we went to. So that's yes. the last. Maybe not a good. COVID oh, we also went yeah. to ninety-eight degrees in the states at a casino. That one was a much bigger venue, and it was more like a ballroom. Ah. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I did not as cushy, but yes, yes, still nice seats, but mm. not you know. Yeah. It's, it's, Anyways, yeah. has nothing to do with new additions. So no, let's no. go okay. back to there. So right. st they began touring clubs, casinos, and small arenas in 2002, including appearing on the Tom Joyner Sky Show. After having caught the attention of rapper producer Sean Combs, Puffy Combs, as we all know him, Diddy, P. Diddy, P. Diddy, yes, whatever, yes. You know, so he I believe on that No More Games Radio thing that. Uh, Nick Carter referred to him as Sean Diddy Puffy. <laughs> <laughs> and I died laughing. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Oh, anyways, so I guess he's gone through many names. Yeah, changes, yeah, so, you yeah. know, whatever he's with. I think he's back to Sean Combs now, or is he... Diddy no, he never him? goes by Sean Combs. I think it's... I think Daddy. I don't know. He he wanted to go back to Puff Daddy, and then I don't really know. Uh, yeah, Puff Daddy. Puff, Puff Daddy is what he's at, also known as P Diddy, Diddy, or Puffy, but not as. <laughs> what did you say that Nick? Sean was? Diddy Puffy is what he <laughs> called. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Diddy. Uh, oh my that's god! That's a Nick thing oh to Lord. say. <laughs> Gotta love Nick, man. So they caught the attention of uh, rapper producer Sean Combs, who was present at one of their shows, nice. and he signed the group to his Bad Boy Records yes. label after a long-term contract with MCA Records finally ended. Yes! Woo! That's almost 20 years. They that had to they pay off debt for 20 thing. years. It takes like, a long time to pay off that's debt. That's insane, oh because they're also incurring new debts when they're doing concerts and tours. Mm -hmm. that's BS. Oh, my God. Oh, thank God. Insane. Well, at least they got it done, you know? Good job. Well, you know what? Let's just not really praise this yet because we don't know. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. And then Sean Diddy Piff Puffy threw them in a cave. I don't know. Okay, so their long-term contract finally ended. In the fall of 2004, New Edition's seventh studio album and bad boy debut, One Love, was released. Although the album debuted at number 12, Ouch. okay, so that's a bit lower Ouch, than yeah. Okay. on the Billboard 200, it had a steady descent from the chart. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, the lead-off okay. single, Hot, the number two, Night, underperformed, peaking at number 35 and number 87 on the oh. R&B and pop singles charts, respectively. During production of the album, the group disagreed with Combs on its creative direction. Fair. Mm -hmm. In an interview, Bell revealed that Combs had refused to pay New Edition's uh. long-term producers, Jimmy what? Jam and Terry Lewis, for a track that the group wanted on the album. Oh, wow. Mm -mm. Reportedly, Combs told the group they were over budget. <gasps> and despite having used many of Bad Boy's in-house team of writers and producers on the album, Boo. ultimately the group asked to be released from their Bad Boy yeah. contracts. See, yeah. there we go. Already. Okay. Ready. Okay. Don't say anything, I guess. Okay. Despite the messy divorce with Bad Boy, New Edition soldiered on and continued to tour. Yes. Well, that was a quick 
rise and fall. There. Wow. Jesus. Good Lord. They I started know. off crazy. These oh my gosh. They've been luck. through so much, but they keep yeah. going. So I feel like that's ouch, pretty. Ouch. Oh my goodness. Poor guys. All right, guys. We're in our last section. 2005 to present. Okay. Hmm. In 2005, New Edition appeared on an episode of the UPN reality competition series, Are You the Girl? As part of an elimination challenge. Never heard of that one. Me neither. Uh, assisting remaining TLC members, Keon T-Boz, Watkins, and Rosanna Chili Thomas, in judging the show's remaining finalists as they put together the group of performances opening up for a New Edition live concert. Let me just quickly look. Are You the Girl is an American reality music competition that aired in 2005 with uh, T-Boz and Chili, the members of an all-girl R&B group. Okay. Yeah. R&B group. Wait, wait. It says TLC. Wait. <coughs> Let me read the Chili one. Are You the Girl is an American reality television music competition series that aired on UPN in 2005. The series featured Tian, T-Boz, Watkins, and Rosanna Chili Thomas, the remaining members of the all-girl yeah, R&B group TLC whose former member, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, died in a car crash in Honduras. Oh, jeez. Okay, sucks. Okay, are you better now? Give me one second. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Okay. So I guess they were just trying to find a girl to open up for them. Okay, so during the making. During the making of the episode, Thomas and Watkins discussed with New Edition how Bivens had inspired late member Lisa Lopez, nicknamed Left Eye, Aww. in TLC's early beginnings. In the fall of 2005, New Edition performed a medley of hits at BET's 25th anniversary special. During their set, they brought Brown on stage nice. for an impromptu rendition oh. of their 1985 hit, Mr. Telephone Man. Brown also performed a rendition of My Prerogative with DeVoe and Trev Zant as dancers. I think Britney did a cover of My Prerogative. Yes. I love yeah. cover of that, but yes, Britney did one. Okay. It was later announced on BET and Access Hollywood that Brown had reconciled with New Edition and planned to rejoin the group for its future concert dates and studio albums. Nice. On August 26, 2006, New Edition filmed a concert at the University of South Carolina's Kroger Center in Columbia set for future DVD release. The concert was billed as Spend the Night with New Edition, Nice. Uh, <laughs> special presented by Lincoln with whom the group had advertised. Not Abraham Lincoln. This is a different Lincoln. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yes, a Luxury car. American vehicle. Okay, yes. okay. Yes. Abraham Sorry, Lincoln has passed away before all yes, of this Yes, he happened. did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Brown also made an appearance at the show. In 2008, the group Minus Brown recorded a new song with New Kids on the Block called... <gasps> Shut Full service. No way. That's my favorite stripper song. I even, That's a good I song, man. Nervous. I nervous. I did a burlesque act to this song. Oh, uh, yes. I remember you saying that. It was, I was dressed up as a mechanic, and then I had Canadian Tire Feather fans. Which yes. Sold recently, but you yeah, did. Just, you I did share with us. Bought them. I sold them to another fellow burlesque dancer. So okay, I was gonna say, I'm like, that's yeah, that was and you showed cool. us. You showed I, everyone I on YouTube you last yeah. year, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that oh my goodness, that's amazing song. What? Yeah, it's a really good so song. Good. Yes. Okay. Good okay. Job. So that song was on New Kids' latest album, The Block. Interesting, because I just realized that Maurice, like the whole New Kids thing, was the replacement for them so i'm glad that they they work together that's yeah. nice yeah i'm glad there was no chips or anything like that yeah yes meanwhile brown trevizant and gill so the non-bell biv devo guys <sighs> yeah uh formed a new side group called heads of state nice. which performed at their two-year two-month tour called the summit tour which was held from november 2008 to january 2011 According to Gill, their group name was inspired by the original name for the Rack Pack, called the Summit or the Heads of State. So not inspired by Abraham Lincoln. No. Uh, on June 28, 2009, the group performed a medley. Which group? Is this the Heads of State one or is this? I'm assuming Heads okay. of State. Uh, the group performed a medley of Jackson 5 hits in a tribute to Michael Jackson at the BET Awards. Oh, that's nice. Yes, sorry. Led by Trev Sant, Brown, and Bell, New Edition sang and danced through classics such as I Want You Back. Nice. I Want You I Back. I Want You Back. ABC. ABC. 
BC? The Love You Save. That one I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. Later that year, Belle and Gil join New Kids on the Block on stage at a House of Blues benefit show for Toys for Tots in Boston, performing full service. Full service. And this one's for the children. Are you okay there, buddy? I'm not trying to sing that one. Those two songs just don't really go together. The full service I think is what it is. I miss children. Yeah, so you got a sexy stripper song and It's for the children, everyone! No, sorry. Sorry. Okay, they're two separate songs. I read the session. And uh yeah, okay. That no. I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say, but you I... No we get you. We got you, bud. You okay, there, buddy. You're crying. So. <laughs> oh my God! That's for the children. That's for the children. Yes. So yes, got a. You know what? They got a little music for everyone. Okay. Okay. But so yes, definitely. Are you all right now? Demo, yes. Not stripping for children. That's okay. Right. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. Okay. Continue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gil later confirmed that New Edition had signed with manager Irving Azoff. <laughs> He's working his ass off. <laughs> he is an American executive and chairman of Full Stop Management who represents Chris Hollingers. Okay. Yes, I guess he's working his ass off. Yes. <laughs> um, and they are currently that it. they are currently signed with Geffen Records, which absorbed the group's old label MCA no. and controls the group's back catalog. Yay! Okay. And we're. S- was slating to release a comeback album. Oh no, I feel like something bad's coming. No, <laughs> that was 2009, so okay. let's see where we go from there. Okay, all right, here we On go. July 3rd, 2011, in New Orleans, Louisiana, okay. all six members of New Edition reunited at the Essence Music Festival to kick off and celebrate their 30th anniversary tour. Yeah. This is just the beginning. We're performing for a world tour okay. and many other exciting things that we'll be announcing soon. So this is 2011. Okay. The next chapter of New Edition edition. edition (laughs) is going to be an incredible celebration to thank our fans for all of their support over the last 30 years, said Belle, speaking on behalf of the group. Sounds very positive, yeah. Uh, In February 2012, (laughs) so that's like six months later, Uh uh, Brown missed a handful of dates Mm. due to the death of his ex-wife, Whitney Houston. Ouch. Okay, okay. Ouch. Okay. On March 11th, 9th and 11th, 2012, uh, Brown and Belbiv DeVoe made their African debu- debut by performing in Nigeria. Oh, cool. From late 2011 to early 2012, New Edition went on a tour called Hashtag All Six across the United States. Okay, great. In late 2012, New Edition received a Lifetime Achievement Award during yes. the Soul Train Awards ceremony. All six nice. members appeared together on stage that evening. Good. Wonderful! Yay. In August 2015, BET announced a three-episode miniseries yes. about the group that would be rele- made for release in 27- January 2017. So, like, a year and a half later. Okay. All six members were co-producers of the new edition story. Jesse Collins Entertainment was the executive producer of the original minise- miniseries, which was BET's first scripted music-focused miniseries. The group's original choreographer and longtime manager, Brooke Payne, also served as co-producer. Nice. January 24th to 26th, 2017, BET aired the biopic miniseries, The New Edition Story, which chronicles the band members' life from their childhood in Boston into Hollywood fame as adults. It was directed by Chris Robinson and executive produced by Jesse Collins. The group served as co-producers. The miniseries brought in 28.4 million viewers to BET, although through the initial run and subsequent encores over the week of the premiere. Nice. In July 2021, New Edition signed with Creative Artists Agency and announced a Las Vegas residency and upcoming arena Woo! tour. New Edition performed a medley of their hits alongside New Kids on the Block nice. at the 2021 American Music Awards, marking mm. their first appearance at the award show since 1997. First performance. 
performance. Yeah. Nice. Yay. Uh, in December nice. 2021, so that's recently, uh-huh. a new edition announced the Culture Tour Ooh. presented by the Black Promoters Collective. Nice. The 30 City Tour will begin in Columbia, Georgia on February 16th. So that just coming up. Ah! 2022 and will end in Miami, Florida, April 10th, 2022. Yay! So that's kind of that. Yay! Congratulations, new edition. Uh Oh, yeah. So just a quick thing now at the awards. New edition received two American Music Awards for favorite soul slash R&B band slash duo slash group in 1987 and 1997. So 10 years apart. Wow. They also received the Soul Train Award in 1989 for Best R&B slash Urban Contemporary Album of the Year, Group, Band, or Duo. And that was for Heartbreak. And again in 1997 uh, for Home Again. In 2012, New Edition received the Soul Train Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. June 28, 2016, Hollywood Chamber of Commerce and Walk of Famer Vin DeBona announced New Edition's induction into the Hollywood Walk of Fame in the category of recording. On January 23rd, 2017, they received a star yes. on the Walk of Fame. Oh, so is that when their thing came out? What thing? The BET thing. January I think so. Yes, okay, right. so as their biopic thing was coming out, they also received their star. Yes. Oh, good. Um... For their contributions to the music industry, it's located at 7080 Hollywood Boulevard. In 20- Is that close to um, New Kids on the Block or no? I don't remember. I feel like all the recording artists are kind of in the same area. So mm, yeah. I think so, but I could probably check it out. Uh, in 2017, New Edition received a Lifetime Achievement Award at the 2017 BET Awards. In 2022, the group will be inducted into the Black Music and Entertainment Walk of Fame. Yay. Nice! And that is... Congratulations! That is located in Atlanta, Georgia, and it just started January 2021. So it's a new... Uh, to honor yeah. African Americans with the monument of their achievements and entertainment, the Walk of Fame is located in the historic downtown Atlanta area on the sidewalks of Martin Luther King Jr. Drive. Yes. Cool. All right. So really quick. So again, we've mentioned this, but they had a bunch of... So they had a bunch of albums. The so Candy Girl in 1983, New Edition in 84... All for Love in 85, Under the Blue Moon in 86, Heartbreak in 88, Home Again in 96, and One Love in 2004. So seven albums. So they had seven albums and they had uh, Christmas like album. an EP Christmas album in 1985 called Christmas All Over the World. Look at their They've tours. also been on a bunch of tours. So the Candy Girl tour in 83, Cool It Now tour 84 and 85, All for Love in 86, Heartbreak in 88, 89. Home Again, 96, 97, One Love, 2004, 2005, 30th Anniversary, 2011, 2012, All Six Tour, 2014, Greatest Hits Tour, 2016, and The Culture Tour, 2022. And then that's it. That's great. That's awesome. So we learned a lot. We definitely did. That was wicked. Yes. I, what There's a, a what lot a roller coaster. of ups and downs. For, yes. Of course. That's uh, crazy. So. But at least now there's positives. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I did not know all of those things. So, of course, they were so, like, monumental and, like, inspiring other bands. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. They, they had the same producers, too. And, I, and, like, is that, like, was New Kids on the Block created out of revenge? I don't know. I mean, it kind of seems like it. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. I have no idea, man. Wow. That was amazing, though. What a what a journey. I mean, and, and so many years, too, right? Do we, do 83 you want me to, to present. singles are or no? And they got together, got right? Yeah. They yeah. mended their, their relationship, so that's good, too. Yeah, it's good to see that over the years they could, you know, fight and then still get back together. So they're just like a team of brothers. I find that most boy bands, you know, they, like, get that good, they're brothers for life, and then, you know, yeah. things happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to quickly go through their singles. So in 1983, from the Candy Girl album, they had Candy Girl, This Is is This the End, and Popcorn Love. Uh, in 1984 and 85, so they had the uh, on the album A New Edition, they had Mr. Telephone Man, Lost in Love. You miss Cool It Now. Sorry, Cool It Now. Mr. Telephone Man, Lost in Love, My Secret, Did You Get It Yet? And Count Me Out. 
Nope, sorry, count me out. Oh, this is a weird chart. Yeah, do do it by year and title. Don't do it by album because it's not really lined up properly. Okay. Also, 1985, uh, Count Me Out, which is on the All for Love album. 1986, A Little Bit of Love is All It Takes, With You All the Way. Uh, so that's All for Love. And then also in 86, Earth Angel on the Under the Blue Moon album. And Once in a Lifetime Groove from the Running Scared soundtrack, which I guess is a movie. Uh, in 87, Tears on My Pillow featuring Little Anthony is from the Under the Blue Moon album. And Helplessly in Love is on the Dragnet soundtrack. So that's another movie. 88, uh, these are all heart from the album Heartbreak. If it isn't love, you're not my kind of girl. Can you stand the rain? And Crucial. Crucial looks like it's 89. Is 89, yeah. Yeah. And then also... N.E. Heartbreak. So those ones must have, like, peaked in 89? I guess. Okay. Interesting. And then uh, Home Again is in 96. So they have Hit Me Off, I'm Still in Love With You, You Don't Have to Worry, featuring Missy Elliott. Ooh! Uh, very nice. Very nice. Love her. Uh, and then 1997, uh, Sem Sempre, Sempre 2 is the I'm Still in Love With You single. So cool. I guess um... It's, you can't click it, so I don't know anything about that, but I'm assuming it's in another language. Yeah, it sounds um, like it. And then also in 97 on the Home Again album, Something About You and One More Day. And then their last singles were in 2004 from the One Love album, Hot Two Night and Last Time. Wow. Nice. There you go. So close that. All right. That's like awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yes. I feel like, yes. We didn't know anything, and now we have a little bit of the knowledge mm -hmm. of New Edition. Yes. What do you and think, a couple of them were on the Boy Band Holiday special. Yes, they were. Boy a Boy Band Holiday. Holiday. <laughs> it was Michael Bivens and... Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So they're still nice to see them together, you know? Nice to see them together. Yeah. I agree. So over 40 years in the music business, still wow. going strong, so... So good for them, you know. That dollar eighty-seven was a good investment. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad they're making more than a dollar eighty-seven nowadays. Me too. And they One paid off their life, really their life debt with that company and all that oh stuff. So gosh. this is definitely yes. a learning lesson to future. That's right. Yes, I mean, definitely. Ah, get bad. someone you trust. Yeah. When people, when musicians get taken advantage of, I hate that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's it. All right. Do you have anything to add, D or? No. Um, <laughs> thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.